This is Black Girls in Bloom podcast. This is a safe space for us to express our unbiased thoughts, experiences, and understandings of our journey. Our hope is that at the very least you're entertained. We really want this space to bring you comfort, allow you to relate, and bloom with us. So settle in and let's get started, babe. Welcome back, babes. Hey, welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back, girl, to another episode of Black Girls in Bloom. Uh, We're your hosts, Chris and China. I'm going to learn how to do that sound, I promise you. (laughs) (laughs) Cue the DJ side effect, not side effect, sound effect. (laughs) Uh, What's up, girl? What's been going on? Uh, nothing. Um, my walks have been going pretty, pretty good. I went to the doctor today. Okay. Um, I was off today. Uh, what else? What other good things are happening? Um, oh, remember last week I told you that I was starting HelloFresh? Mm-hmm. How's that going? So, it's going pretty good. I've been able to eat different meals, but I'm not going to lie. It forces me to have to cook every day, and I just chick-fil-a and sit there for like five minutes and i'll have my whole meal i don't have to wash no dishes so that's been you know kind of difficult but i also think it's just my body is detoxing because i'm so used to just let's be honest i eat whatever be like whatever i'm so used to eating trash food um to a certain extent so i think my body is just you know getting used to eating whole foods again yeah. So that's that good stuff. Um, what else? I was just looking up some cruises that I can take for my birthday. We're still going to do one as a family uh, for my mom's birthday uh, for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. I said I got about six months. Well, five months, really. Um, to try to figure out what I'm going to do. Um, yeah. I know I just said all. So how are <laughs> you? What's going on? <laughs> um... I'm fighting for my life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, R. Kelly moment. <laughs> You're trying to kill me. But no, um, I am, you know, come on for the next few days. Greg is in California. So there's that. <laughs> Pray for me. I'm definitely going to try to give it all my kids this weekend. Just... <laughs> For some sanity before the next week starts um, without my husband. It's difficult. I really commend single parents, especially with multiple kids. How the fuck are y'all? You know, peace and blessings and positive affirmations. And I hope that, you know, 10,000 every single parents laugh because this shit is hard. So I take five of that, spin it on your kids, and take the other five and uh, just throw it in the bag. <laughs> this shit is not for the week. My and especially not working from home or two. This is crazy. But yeah. Um, on a positive note, I finally replaced my juicer that my beautiful, loving husband broke. 
Um, so yeah, I'm about to jump back into juicing. I could really need, I really could use it in this era of my life. I'm in my, um, beginning gym girl era. I've been going to the gym consistently for five weeks now. Um, and I can see, I can see the change in my body. Um, so I'm excited can't wait to keep going i got a trip coming up next not next month um in march my friend is taking me on a little trip but um yeah i'm also in the midst of planning birthdays you know i got seven months to my birthday but i want to do something this year instead of just like settling so yeah what else i don't know I think that's it for now. Okay, so Uh-oh. I can't oh. hear nothing you saying. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, so this is off topic, but well, what, what are you doing in the gym? Like, are you lifting weights? Are you just doing strictly cardio? So what do you do when you go? Um, I do treadmill whether that be running or uh, doing an incline fast-paced walk I just do a mile so how it takes me it could take me 11 minutes it could take me 20 um and then I do a lot of like lower body workouts I do a lot of upper body workouts and I don't do abs too much I do abs mainly if my knee is bothering me so I have like a out like a like a a knee injury from high school that tends to kick me in the ass every now and then. Um, but we're doing like, we're working out at um, my friend's apartments and they don't have like the, um, like the bar weights. So we're just using like dumbbells and I think they go up to like 50. So like most days I do the same, probably three to five leg exercises, which is like sumo squats with like the heaviest weight I can stand it until I can't squat anymore. I'm doing, I think they're called Bulgarian lunges, but basically Mm -hmm. like I'm, one of my legs is on a bench and the other one is extended out and I have like, you know, 25 weights on each arm doing my lunge, split lunges like that. Um... I do RDLs. Uh, what else? You are really quizzing me right now. <laughs> no, I was just wondering because, um, um, yeah, you know, I was just wondering because when I went to the doctor today, I wasn't even as big as I thought I was. So baby is feeling real good about that accomplishment. Okay. I say, all I got is a couple pounds to lose. Then it's over for you bitches. I'm going to have a big booty and everything. I'm claiming it. So <laughs> that's why I asked what you do. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I can send you some of this, the workouts that we do, and then also we have like a um, a work, a group text accountability little workout thing that's like separate from the girl that I work out with. It's more so like my husband's friend is a trainer, um, so he has like all us all in accountability workout. I told y'all that last year was my last year being fat, and I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to that. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to that. Um, but yeah, 
myself, I'll send you some stuff that we do. I'll send you the workouts that we do. But um, I'm a firm believer that, you know, cardio (laughs) and me don't mix too well. And running is for survival and not recreation. But, yeah. (laughs) I'm happy for you. You sound so exciting and just, you know, happy about this upcoming lifestyle change. So, well, no, the current lifestyle change. So I'm happy for you. Thank you. I'm going to be out here. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm going to celebrate my sixth week by purchasing me a new gym outfit. I don't know. Ooh, yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> if I put on them fucking Adidas leggings one more again, I'm going to just scream. I've been and I have so many pair of them, but fuck. <laughs> I just have me a little rotation going the same five. Okay, I'll switch up the sweater. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I'm happy for you. Today has a good day. Today has been a good day. Okay. Um, do you want to introduce tonight's topic? Okay. So tonight we are talking about a scarcity mindset. Um, we're gonna touch on a little bit of abundance mindset, but. We're going to talk about a scarcity mindset. I feel like it's important. Um, being a member of the Black community, I feel like a lot of us were raised out of a scarcity mindset. And um, may not, we may not even recognize it. It can show up in our lives in so many ways. A lot of times people think it's just pertaining to money. And it's it's really not. The definition of a scarcity mindset is when you believe that your resources are limited. A scarcity mindset is... It can cause, which leads to short-term coping instead of long-term problem-solving and increases jealousy and stress. So, and um, high blood pressure. Yeah. I'm convinced. All of these. <laughs> all of these. <laughs> Check all the boxes because stress, stress will kill you quicker than anything, honestly. But, um, so I guess in the last maybe three or four years, I've been really like looking into and trying to change my mindset around like lack, like, or feeling like I'm missing something because lack attracts lack and like attracts like. So if I feel like things are abundant, then, you know, that type of thing will happen and I feel like it's all in your mindset and how you view certain things because I feel like a lot of things we take for granted when we should be showing gratitude for them like you know for example and this is something that my husband had brought to my attention recently like I kept saying like oh you know I can't wait till we move again I can't wait till we you know buy a house and build it from the ground up I can't wait till we get a basement he's just like it just seems like you're not have here and now. And I'm just like, damn, it does seem like that because well, I just got here. Like, you know, my I haven't even been in my house two years. It's not even fully decorated. And I'm already talking about the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And that's just not like I'm not being appreciative or I'm not being grateful for what I currently have. And that that's not cool. Yeah. And I'm happy that he was able to recognize that and call you out on it. And then when he said it, you were able to recognize, like, damn, you're right. I, I need to stop doing that. Um, because I think it, like you said, we 
we become so accustomed and so conditioned to just depending on like your background, your upbringing, the neighborhoods that you've lived in and X, Y, and Z, you really can either start, you can become so conditioned where you feel like this is all you'll, you'll ever receive, receive. And then it's like, when you do start to receive things, you're like, I need more. I always need more. And don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong with growing and evolving and expanding, but like you said, sometimes you don't even really realize the life that you're living today is the one that you were praying for 12 months ago, five years ago, the one that you were manifesting, you know? So, and it's like, especially something such as a house, that's a really big accomplishment. And I know that, you know, of course, social media and all of that, it it plays a role in us not being as grateful for what we have. And like you said, it doesn't just necessarily show up financially, it can show up in your your love life. I feel like it can show up in the foods that you eat, um, clothes, and holding on to like different things that you that really no longer serve you. But it's like a, I'm never going to get 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 this again. Like you know, like you said, I'm I'm never going to have enough. So I can't give away those jeans from fucking 2015 because I'm never going to be able to buy me another pair of jeans. So I got to hold on to these and. I feel like for me, more specifically, it really shows up in some cases like jobs, taking opportunities that aren't aligned with your purpose or passion, just so you can make a certain amount of money, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, or holding on to a job that doesn't serve you just because you feel like you don't know when you're going to get another one or you don't have faith that you'll be able to keep another one, even though you kept this last one for so long. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, bro, I stayed at a job from 2021 to 26 that I literally fucking hated. The job served its purpose around 24 when I met my husband. (laughs) And then I should have got the fuck on then. But no, I stayed an additional two years and literally... Was still when I had when I got a new job, I still try to hold on to that. I was still, oh, I'm all tongue tied. Sorry, I was still trying to hold on to that job. I tried to leave that job on a leave of absence, you know, and they were trying to deny it. And they were like, I was like, okay, well, just give me two weeks so I can work out my childcare because I had just had a baby. They was like, no, we can't give you two weeks. I'm like, damn, now. I'm not even at the job that I left that job for, but I'm at a job now that I tell these people I need to take a month off. Don't even really have to give a fucking reason. And they let me take a fucking month off. Yep. And it's just like, damn. It's crazy, right? Yeah, but I was holding on to that job because the one thing that was instilled in me as a child, as a young adult, you don't work, you don't eat. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, damn, like, I got to hold on to this job. The one thing I saw my dad do when he was living was hold on to a job. The one thing I saw my brother model is hold on to a job. The one thing I'm seeing my mom model right now is holding on to a job. And I just be like, damn. And then I see other people. Like, I have this this friend of mine. I haven't even known this woman that long. I, she's had more jobs. <laughs> <laughs> she's had more jobs. Longer, like I've probably known her for two going on three years and she's had at least five jobs since I've known <laughs> her. Not missing a beat, not skipping a beat. 
bills paid, trip going on trips, everything. And I just be like, damn, I'm just sitting here holding on to this little bit of money, and, and you know, fuck. <laughs> but you, but different mindset. She believes is gonna buy no matter what state, no matter what, you know what I mean, no matter what. And she lives by that, and, and just she's modeling that, and it literally gives gives everything that she's giving. She's giving. She trusts. It's showing her why she should trust. I promise you, this lady has five jobs at minimum since I've known her, and I've known her less than five years. While I'm sitting here on job number two, on my second, my second year on job number two, <laughs> it's just I don't know. And then this, like I, it all goes back to like being just grateful. Like you know what I mean, like. You, as long as you're grateful that you got up this morning, you're grateful that you have a job, you're, or you not even that you have a job, you're grateful that you paid your bills. Yep. People out here that can't pay their bills. It's people out here who did not wake up. Well, they're not out here, but never mind. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just, you know, there's a lot of things to be grateful for. It's people who car didn't start this morning. It's people who, you know what I mean? don't have hair on their hair to brush and we over here complaining about having too much hair to comb or too much hair to deal with you know what I mean like it's the small things that we should be grateful for like not even like the big things like oh I have a house like that is beautiful but I would have been just as blessed if I was in an apartment yep I would be just as blessed if I was with my mama like you know what I mean okay let's touch on that shit I it's so (laughs) (laughs) it is so crazy because one thing that I am finally learning about myself and it took for last year to happen it took for my sister to get cancer for my eyes to be open as fuck I a lot of the times am not grateful until the universe removes it out of my life I don't understand the magnitude of the blessing until I no longer have it not being able to go to my mama's house that shit will change your entire life. Like, I don't have a mama or another house to go to. And I just be like, damn, I remember when I used to feel ashamed to tell people, oh, yeah, you know, I still live at home. It's like, no, bitch, you still live at home? Tell the whole world. Do you understand how blessed you are that you can go to your mother's house and not pay any bills and build yourself up? Baby, you you living a good life. But again, it took for that. It, it took for a lot of different things to happen for me to be like, damn. I really wasn't grateful for that. Even now, right, when I'm taking my walks, the other day, I just started, I was walking and I started crying. Weirdest shit ever. I had to really look around me and take it all in. What Glorilla say? Living in the suburbs now, I still got ratchet tendencies. That's how I feel. I'm like, bro, I live in the fucking burbs. And I know to some people that may sound like, okay, you're being dramatic, but Yes, we always had a roof over our head. We never went without any of that. But when you, in my opinion, when you grow up in the hood, shit is different. Like, I don't see addicts nodding on the corner. I don't see prostitutes. There's no trash in the grass. Hell, the grass is green. It's growing. I, the sun shines so much brighter in different neighborhoods. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> it's just the air smells clean. Even even just having access to different stores, I am literally five minutes away from six different grocery stores. When I was living in the hood, baby, we had two stores. And if you want to go somewhere else, you're going to have to drive. 
Like the resources are here. And I really just had to stop and say, damn, I am grateful. No matter what this looks like to anyone else, like I am just grateful. I kid you not, babe. Now I wake up with so much gratitude. It's unbelievable. I just be like, damn, I'm just grateful. Like you said, I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful to be in good health. I'm grateful that I'm going to get paid. I'm going to pay all my bills. Like, it was a point in time where I couldn't afford all of my bills. I would be fucked up afterwards. Now, I'm seeing better days. And I am grateful. <laughs> like, that's why you have to, I think, okay, right? When you're trying to move forward from a certain mindset, and you're trying to open up doors where you're thinking about abundance and all of that, you also have to watch who you hang around. Because Mm -hmm. people will speak some shit over your life, or they will continue to just speak that shit, and then now, those are the only people you're hanging around? Now y'all all all having this, we don't have enough ass conversations. I don't don't do that no more. The moment you ask motherfucker, how you doing? Life just fucked up. And they always say some shit like that. Let me go ahead and let you get off the phone. I'm not listening to that bullshit. I'm I'm not or no seriously or it's like or they always I wish something good would happen to me nothing good never happened to me or they say things like you said like it comes from jealousy the grass ain't always greener on the other side you don't know people's lives and yeah that's cool to say that because it makes you feel better about your current life but I refuse to believe that there's not that some people aren't happy you get what I'm saying or like some people aren't I refuse to believe that some people aren't receiving things in an abundance, whether that's money, love, whatever that may be for them. I refuse to believe that everybody is out here digging for crumbs. I, I'm not going to believe that. Yeah. But it's so it's such a delicate balance when you talk about like sharing things with people and then not sharing things with people like you really have to be in tune with yourself to know who is solid and who is for you and who's not because there's a part there's okay so there's like a part well my mom used to tell me growing up like she like if she had a good idea for like um like a business she would tell me and be like don't tell nobody like you know what I mean <laughs> that's a and black I- mom I feel you and she's like, because I don't want nobody to, to do it before I could do it. And it's just like, at, you know, at, you know, there was a point in my life where I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm not going to tell nobody. And, you know, she tells me something today. I still, and she asked me to tell, share, I wouldn't share. But it's just like, I can't take that trait with me because that's a scarcity mindset to think mm-hmm. that there's not a res- enough resources out here somebody else to do something with that idea and and the fact of the matter is that there is no such thing as a unique or original idea because we're all connected consciousness you know we Mm -hmm. all have the same thoughts same processes we all there's not there's somebody that's out, out here living our exact life that we've never met you know what I mean 10 out of 20 thoughts we have in a day somebody else is having those same exact thoughts at that same time like damn I'm hungry shit I'm hungry too like you know it's just we're all connected so therefore to think that somebody else doesn't have that idea or has not thought of that crazy and also it if you're surrounded by the right people and you share your thoughts and they'll help you grow that into something that flourishes 
it's all about sharing your thoughts with people who are for you and who people who can help advance you want to be. Because if you think about it, there's like thousands of companies that make denim, denim jeans, and them motherfuckers is telling them, you know what I mean? Some of these denim like jackets cost $20 and some of these motherfuckers cost thousands of dollars and everybody's still eating. Like, you know what I mean? Because the resources, the universe is abundant and that's the type of mindset you have to, to think about. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. now, if you feel like you can't tell nobody your secret, your your secrets or your your ideas or about you is be- and then you need to evaluate who you're dealing with and who you're yep. including in your circle because at the end of the day the right circle is going to grow your idea like I got friends right now I'd be like oh I'm about to do x y and z and they're like okay well how can we do this what do you need from me or let me look into this or oh I know somebody who's in that field I'm gonna go pick their brain for you or I can connect you and you can pick their brain blah 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 those are the type of people that you need around you. You don't need somebody who's about to steal your idea or tell somebody else who, you know what I mean? That's wild that you think that that those are the type of people that are in your circle. And I'm not saying that this is how my mom thinks, but, you know, if you feel like you can't tell nobody how you feel or nobody your thoughts, then you're hanging around and are around the wrong people. And they're contributing to your scarcity mindset. You have yeah. to, I think there's also like factors into that and in that the more you remove the factor into this mindset, the more that your mindset will start to change because the universe shows you every single day that everything is in a, is abundance. There's tens of cars, car manufacturers, you know what I mean? Everybody's still rolling in a car and everybody's out in the <laughs> denim is another example, freaking Juice is another example. Milk, another example. Like niggas is milking cows. Ten niggas is milking cows and throwing them in ten different bottles, and everybody's still buying them, motherfuckers. Like <laughs> everything is in abundance, and there's no need to live in a scarcity mindset. Is like my point of this rant that I'm going on. <laughs> the point to my rant is it. <laughs> but I think, like you said, when you start to move in that. And not just saying, well, don't get me wrong. I feel like affirmations are key. Speak good over your life all the time. When you start to have that negative ass thought, like this shit not going to work out. I'm not going to be able to afford the vacation. Replace that shit with, oh, yeah, I'm, I am. I have. So that way the universe recognizes, oh, okay, she's saying she has. Let's go ahead and give it to her. But I think that once you start to move in a certain way, the universe will literally lay it out for you. And shit will start to come to you so good. You just like, damn, I am a magnet for good things. Like good things happen to me. Good things happen to me and for me. And I think, not I think, I know that when I moved to Atlanta and went away to college, that was me laying the foundation, right? Mm -hmm. I'll be 100% honest. My mama didn't have no money for me to go to school. That's just what it is. I didn't have the resources. I didn't have the funds, nothing. And it just so happened, it worked, the universe, <laughs> it worked out in my favor. And when I, re- and I, I didn't, I didn't have any, again, I didn't have any idea how I was going to pay for it, nothing. But I just kept saying, oh yeah, I'm moving in August. Everybody at work was like, oh, where are you going? I said, I don't know yet, but I'm moving. Cause I knew the schools I was applying for. I'm like, I'm moving in August. You know, I'm going away to college. 
well, community college, I'm done with it. Like, I'm moving away. And I said that shit like six months straight. And when I was on a plane headed to Atlanta, I'm like, damn, I manifested this shit. Like, I said this shit. I'm doing this shit. Like, look at me. And it was in those moments where I just realized I can create, I have the power to create the life of my wildest fucking dreams. I can be grateful for where I am today. And I also hold the power to go even further than what I have, you know what I'm saying, than where I've went. And that's why when I moved to California, truly, I wasn't really, I was nervous because I knew I didn't know anybody, but I wasn't scared. Shit, when I told people that I was moving to Houston, I wasn't scared. People was like, damn, you gonna move? You gonna move? Yeah, I'll be okay. I'm gonna be great. I had, before I moved here, I had a list of affirmations. I haven't said them in a while on everything that I will receive when I moved here. And a lot of that shit has come true. So like you said, if you're scared to share things with people around you, you need to start thinking about who the fuck do I have around me? Because every time I've like settled on something, I'll drop it in the group. I don't think we do it as often now, but especially a couple of years ago, oh yeah, y'all, I'm moving. And y'all are all like, man, where you moving? I don't know yet, but I'm doing it. Like, it's just, it's just yeah. the right people will encourage you. They hold you accountable. They speak love and light like into you and over you. And you just have to be mindful of, first of all, what you're saying to yourself and just what people around you are saying. Yeah. And that's why I'm I'm in a space now where I'm I'm trying to teach my my oldest nephew and my niece that like there's always something. You're always going to get what you deserve and what you speak over your life. So make sure that you're thinking positively. Make sure that you're saying positive things. Even with them being here, I'm like, bro, you don't got to grow up in the hood. It's okay for you not to want to fucking be in the hood. And that's the, I know I keep going to that, but people really make it seem like they switched up or they changed. No, bitch, I grew up. <laughs> and I realized that I don't have to be in this barrel with all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like I can, I can, I, I deserve more. I, I know that. So I can move forward. And yeah. sometimes, like you said, it's unfortunate, but you're going to have to leave certain people where they are and allow them to go on their journey. But you got to go out there and receive what the universe is giving to you. <laughs> then we can go into that universe shit all night, but that's just, <laughs> I also think religion plays a role in, people's mindset as well that's a whole nother episode but yeah yeah there's uh, hella hella factors into why we think the way we think and also why we're struggling with consistency you know what I mean we've seen so many times that the when you put your mind to it you know the actions and everything will come and by putting your mind to it it's trusting in yourself and in, in your in the universe like you said you had a list of affirmations and you see most of those things come to pass, but you say you don't say them anymore or you're not, you didn't, I don't know if you are, so I'm assuming here, but correct me if I'm wrong. Are you working on a new set of affirmations? Like we're like the lack of consistency all plays back into how we were raised. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because when I decided, and this is what, so same, same reason, like, or same way you said you, you said what you said for six months that you were going, you were moving. You didn't know where you was go. You didn't know where you was going to school, but you was you was getting the fuck out. <laughs> That's how I like in 2020. Greg and I visited uh, Georgia in May, like 
end of May, early June. I sat at the damn table that Sunday with his his aunt and uncle and his cousin and said, oh, we'll, we'll be here. We'll be here next year. We're moving. And Greg looked at me like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> didn't discuss it with that nigga or nothing. I said, we're, we're moving. This is where we're moving to. We'll see you guys next year. And then his aunt was like, she looked at me like I was crazy, but she looked at me like, this crazy lady know what she talking about too. Like, you know? <laughs> so, you know, I was like, she pulled me to the side. She was like, are, like you're going to, are you sure? Like you thought this? I'm like, yeah, you know, this, this feels good to me. Like, you know what I mean? I have no ill feelings about being in this city, in the city of Atlanta, in the state of Georgia. This feels good to me. I, we need to move because what, what's working right now is not working. I didn't have much saved when I said all of this. I didn't have the money for a house saved. I didn't have nothing. I had a couple, I had probably like a couple thousand. I, ain't, I don't even remember. So we get back. I say, we're moving to Georgia. And he was like, he was so against it. He was like, no, we're not, blah, blah, blah. For obvious reasons. You know, he has two girls in California, or one girl now in California, and he didn't want to leave them behind. But I had to break it down to him, like, we're not leaving them behind. You can, we can go to court, make sure that we get the custody of them on breaks, and it'll be, it'll add up to, like, having them every weekend, how you have them now, basically. And he was like, okay. So after we convinced him that, he was trying to get Brayden in all kind of homeschool programs, deny, 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 because he's not vaccinated, right? Why the fuck did your kid have to be vaccinated to go to homeschool? Who knows? But anyways, they kept denying my baby. He couldn't go to school. Brayden turned five. And guess where we were six weeks later? In the car on our way to Georgia. <laughs> with our down payment for our house saved. With, you know, we gave away a lot of furniture. But we had a truck full of uh, furniture that was supposed to meet us in Georgia too. Boom, we go, we get pre-approved. Right, we wasn't even going to get pre-approved when we first got here we was gonna wait a month to save up a little bit more because we just didn't know what to expect we were first time um home buyers greg was like fuck it let's just see our first home loan our first mortgage company denied us so we went through another one approved us for way more than we thought we were going to get approved for we go see a few houses within the second week we put an offer in two days later it was accepted literally Five or six weeks after we get here, we close in our house and we move out of his aunt and uncle's house. Mind you, I had told her that we would be there for six months. <laughs> it just tells you like how everything works out. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> have told you like I couldn't have told you two years ago. Not two years ago, so I've been here almost two years now. But like three years ago, that I was going to be living in Georgia. Me either. But you know what's crazy though? I always knew that. They- I didn't know that y'all would move to Georgia, but something told me that after I left California, it wouldn't be too many years later that y'all would be moving as a family. I don't know how I knew that, and I'm not bullshitting you, but it was just it was just a feeling that I had. I'm like, y'all gonna pick that shit up and move, watch. And then you picked your shit up and you moved. <laughs> and I'm just I'm happy for you. Y'all really trusted that it would work out, and especially moving to a new state can be so overwhelming because you don't know a lot of nothing truly and it's just it, it, it's difficult 
You know what I'm saying? But like you said, as long as you trust that it'll work out and you trust that you are capable of of, of receiving your answers when things do get rough or whatever the case may be, it's like, just go. That's all you got to do is go. When you, like you said, when you show the universe that you are grateful for what you have and you're you're deserving of more, the universe always provides. I, I stand very tall on that. <laughs> it, it hasn't failed me yet. The universe always provides. And we're deserving of that. So it always comes. Which is why I can't be hanging around people that think they ain't gonna never get shit. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Love you. That's it. Uh, you yeah. gotta love people from a distance, honestly. Yeah. As do. hard as that sounds, you, you do. You have to put distance between people who are not serving you, who are keeping you in this state of mind, and all the other things that we don't even have to go into. Yep. Okay, real quick, before we move on, I just want to um, piggyback off of you saying, wait, wait, what did she say? I want to piggyback off of you saying, sometimes it's us because we're not like, um, what did she say? When we're disciplined. Not having discipline is... Um, is a I can't figure that shit out y'all know what I'm saying when you're not disciplined and today when I I know I keep going to that but when I went to the doctor and she told me like how much I weighed I'm like bro I started working out like consistently in September I was eating clean no dairy no red meat no sugary drinks none of that shit like I was really I was going hard in the paint flock of flock of boys and (laughs) out of nowhere I just stopped I can't even tell you why, truly. And this, and I thought about it. I said, no matter what you do, the time is always going to pass. If you're alive and breathing, that time is still going to run out. And I was thinking about my like, damn, I started that in September. It's going to be February. Imagine how far I would have been if I would have just kept with it. And when she told me how much I weighed, I said, okay, time out for the bullshit. I'm not eating no Chick-fil-A today. <laughs> I'm just going to go work out. Because <laughs> I just felt so good. I'm like, damn, it's- the goals be so close and you just be feeling like it's so far away. No, you can do this. So that I added that word to like my um my list of words for 2023, discipline. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> That's no, on that, the list. Discipline is my theme of my theme word for this year too. Um because I too was on a fitness journey last year, I feel like twice. And I feel like I go on one probably every year that lasts for like two months, three months, if that, and then I get off of it. Like, but I'm I'm not doing that no more. I got a gym membership that I pay for. I found me a workout buddy. And I'm really about to get this shit. I'm really entering and staying in my gym girl era this time. Because it's not even about the body. It's about the health, you know. Longevity. The longevity, the health, me being, because I want to be a great granny, and I'm gonna be a great granny. Like, I'm <laughs> here when my kids have my kids, kids have kids. Yep, I think about that a lot. I'm like, bro, I want to, I deserve to be around for a very long time and in good health too, not just around, but I deserve to live a long and healthy life. And I know it starts with me. It starts with my decisions and my mindset. And yeah, today has just been a good day for that. So I'm proud of the both of us. Me too. Proud of you, girl. <laughs> so I guess we've talked enough. Of, oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, I do have a few like tips and different things that y'all probably can do. 
Um, I will say like daily gratitude and affirmations help a lot. Um, no longer like purchasing things of a lesser value just to have them. Just, you know, because, you know, like sometimes you want to decorate and stuff and you're like, no, I'm just going to buy this one for $6. No, don't do that because you don't want that one. So trust and believe that you can get the one that costs $600. Right, because um, we will sit there and buy $600 worth of stuff instead of just buying a $600 <laughs> item. Like, what? How does how does that even make sense? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was just my really big one. Just holding still and doing the work to get the things that you deserve. Um, don't just rush and get, don't just rush into anything just because it's like a, well, it's here right now. Is that what you want? No, but don't take that shit and keep it moving. So, yep. That's all I got. Yep. I would just add to that, suggest doing like a gratitude journal, um, you know, starting your day with, you know, three to five things that you're grateful for and then ending your, and like maybe writing out what would make today great and then ending your day with what brought you joy. Like, so a couple years ago, I started the gratitude thing on the, like during the day, like during the morning. And now I'm ending my days with what brought me joy. And this has really like been a game changer for me, just FYI. But that's it. I don't have anything else. We can move Okay. I really believe I was a singer in my past life, but that's me or some kind of entertainer in the music industry, but. For Whatever. sure, some type of entertainment. It don't even have to be music because you be cracking the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you can act. I ain't even see you do nothing, no monologue or nothing, but I believe you got it. So it, it's, it's something. Tell T-Peasy, tell Tyler Perry to put me in them studios out in Atlanta. I'm, I'm, I can get on sisters with their ass. Just throw me up there with a wig on. I'm good to go. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's move over into our since we're being honest segment of the show since we're being honest do you want to go first um yeah since we're being honest I needed to record this bad like I needed to talk to another adult having no other adult (laughs) around these last 48 hours yeah I need I can't be with my not that I can't be with my kids 24 7 but I need another adult to balance me out I couldn't be no single parent so, Greg, you're stuck with me for at least 17 more years. <laughs> Man, Greg stuck with you forever, okay? <laughs> and I'm forever in daddy <laughs> and R. Kelly boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's see. Since we're being honest, I just want to publicly say thank you. Um, you have been a really big pillar in my life for the past I mean, six years, couldn't be six years. And um, everyone is really lucky to have you from Greg to your other friends, to your job, to the kids. Um, I'm lucky to have you on this podcast thing because I know that you do a lot. So I just want to say thank you. Um, I love you. And you really do inspire me to be a better person and to, you know, like go after my shit. I've never saw you in the years that I've known you, I've never saw you not go after what you say you're going to do. And 
a lot of the times you don't know it, but that really pushes me to be like, okay, let me get my ass up and do, let me stand on what I said. Get your ass up and do, you, do what you said you're going to do and do like the proper planning and stuff behind it. Um, that's something that I really have learned from you in the past couple of years. So thank you. I love you. Um, you are appreciated in my life and just overall, everybody is lucky to have China. Y'all can't have this China. Get your own China. But yeah. So, Why you always be trying to make the thug cry though? Like <laughs> what? I'm over here cheesing like I just got a freaking <laughs> cupcake. Oh no, thank you, babe. I appreciate that. That means so so much to me because you know I just be out here just living my life. I don't even realize that I'd be like impacting people until you know they. You do things like this, and then this makes me all mushy inside. So I appreciate you for appreciating me, and I love you, and you've inspired me in so many different ways too. But I'll wait. I'm I'm gonna wait to give you your flowers, but I'm gonna give them to you. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, speaking of flowers. Oh, go ahead. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Speaking of flowers, um. What I'll do to bloom in the next week is um, I'm going to make me some juice. Ooh, that's mine. Hey, I got some old, not old, but I don't really feel like eating that fucking fruit. I just want to make me some juice. I realized that I was feeling hella good when I was juicing. Like, then it used to taste good too. So this weekend, I'm going to make me some juices for the next couple of days. See, that's what I was going to say. I'm going on a juice cleanse when my juicery gets here. I'm juicing everything. Like, what? Everything. I'm making green juice, red juice, all the juices. I'm gathering my juice recipes because I'm going on a cleanse. I'm here for it. I love that for the both of us. We'll check in next week to see, um, you know, how the juice cleanse went. For sure, you oldie. Did you have anything else? Nope, I think I've talked enough this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, thank you, girl. Well, let me not say girls. Let me not do that. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We drop new episodes every other Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, Where can they find us, babe? They can find us at Black Girls in Bloom Pod on the gram. Yep, and... uh... Again, thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great day or night whenever you're playing this episode. Bye, babes. Bye.